that there is something greater than us, right? God, spirit, the universe, creator of all that is, source, many names, many forms. Mm -hmm. And that entity, that energy is in all of us. Welcome to the Like-Minded Podcast with your host, Jenna Shimon. My goal is to share insights and information through real-life experiences and conversations between me and different guests. We talk all things spiritual, psychological, and everything in between. Hello, and thank you for tuning in. Here's a quick overview of what today's guest and I were talking about. This episode is so, so dear to my heart because I can relate to Teresa so much, not just because we have similar abilities and similar interests, but also because she loves elephants just as much as I do. And this amazing conversation that we had made me fall in love with that being even more we had so many things to share. We were talking about God and what God means to us. We talked about church and the construct of church and how we relate to it. Religion and energy in general was a topic. We obviously were also elaborating about Teresa's gifts of being able to channel through the different clairs. Imani, aka the hood healer, came up because she gave Teresa the cosign. And this is also how I found out about Teresa and her work and then had a reading with her, which was just amazing. I can highly recommend her work. We also talked about human design and Nola, her dog. If you would like to know more about Teresa and want to have a reading with her, I tag all of the information you need to know in the show notes for you to get in contact with her. Without further ado, Enjoy the episode with Teresa, a.k.a. Soul Elephant. Hello, Teresa. Welcome. Hello, Gianna. So good to see you. Yes, same. How are you doing? (laughs) I am well. I am in transition. I am, you know, just basking in the the, like the in-between, like the cocoon getting ready. The wings are unfurling kind of space um so yeah so it's just I'm feeling very light and excited in general yeah yeah <laughs> that's so exciting like new starts and like moving to new places is just such a magical transition right like it just like gives you so much energy to go into the next phase of your life to just switch up like the place you were in before as well Yes. And it's, and I, you know, I've been thinking about this a lot. I'm like, I didn't just switch. So I switched places like very different. We were talking, you know, from New York to LA is a completely different vibe. And then also my way of life. Like I was a teacher in New York. I've always had like a regular job in that sense. And now I'm moving into this space of entrepreneur, like Mm -hmm. working for myself, doing, you know, this energy work, healing work full time. And pursuing the acting and and storytelling and things like that and and figuring that part out so it's like I was like we're not just going to change one thing we're going to change all of the things yes (laughs) yes (laughs) like go big or go home kind of vibes (laughs) but I think it's just like for me also I'm I'm just in the transition phase like I told you I'm I'm about Mm -hmm. to move to Lisbon to Portugal from Germany and it's the same for me like I've been doing this work for like half a year now like also being um a reader and doing Mm -hmm. human design readings doing tarot and oracle readings and so for me it was also like it's about time now to make a bigger change like I need to fuel this change that I already started half a year ago with something bigger like the energy needs to shift even more and that's why I think it makes so much sense to not just like you know do that one jump but like Mm -hmm do it fully change all of it yeah I I agree it's and I love the way you put that like that energy because there is like there is such an energy that happens when you do change your space and you do change cities especially um and then and then there's the energy that comes with changing what you're doing and so like combining those forces together is like so much momentum exactly yeah that's exactly what it is um, have you ever checked astrocartography? I feel like 
yes but not like in tons of detail yeah it's like it's like astrology for places yes 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 yes. so for me it was like I was so drawn to Portugal and Lisbon in general and then at some point I found out about astrocartography and exactly the places in Portugal that interest me has like specific positive energetic planetary lines in my astrocartography where it was just like yeah I mean I felt it so strongly and there we have it so that was so crazy for me that's amazing I had I had a reading last like February with an intuitive psychic and I mentioned I was like I want to move to LA I was Mm -hmm. thinking about also Atlanta just because filming and you know my sister is down there and I was like that's a possibility and he was like no, <laughs> he's like, you need to go to LA. Okay. And um, he just, he pulled my chart. It wasn't yeah. like the, he was like, what would my chart look like from LA? And like, like, so I'd be like a Gemini rising and to like move some things around, which were interesting. interesting. And he was just like, can you leave now? And I was like, I was like, no, it's going to be in the summer. He's like, all right, well, hurry up because when you like, everything's going to open up for you when you get there, like you're going to, oh, wow. yeah. So it feels, and, and again, like, I've just been for years been called to come out here Yeah, for years. And so, you know, it's finally getting myself into the position where I was ready to take the big leap of faith because that's really what it is. It's yeah. Heavy on the faith. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and but it, it's, it's fucking scary, but yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's like, talk about it. It's trust. terrifying. Yeah, it's absolutely terrifying. I've definitely had moments the past couple of nights where I'm just like, holy fucking shit. Like, what are you, what are you going to do? <laughs> like, like, you need to make this work. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of, and you've got to like settle into the, the calm of it. But yeah. yeah, like it's, it's, I've never, I've, I've, you know, I've, I've lived, I've always lived in New York. Except I was born in New Orleans, but I, I've always lived in New York as an adult. Yeah. I've never, you know, I've lived upstate for like after school and like shit like that, but that doesn't, that doesn't count. Like yeah. this is. <laughs> this is major so yeah I'm yeah I'm feeling the fear I'm doing it anyway yeah exactly I mean that's the only way right it's just exactly. every change is always so fucking scary but yes. every time we jump and when, like especially like when I look back into my life every time I jumped like it turned out better than it was before so every single time there's yep. there's no there like I always I I don't think I've ever shared this story like I've always thought about sharing the story but like when I was younger I used to go to this like waterfall place upstate mm-hmm. and uh, it was like this, you know, this, these rocks you could jump off into the water okay. and there was one that was really high and there was like a medium one and I would stand on that medium one all day staring at the bottom, terrified, terrified, terrified to jump the whole, like literally all day long doing this. Like, and I would go, I'd be like, no, I'm going to do it. And then I couldn't do it. And I'd finally do it. It was always like right before we were leaving. And the first thing I would think is, why the fuck did I wait so long? I love this. This is so fun. And then I, then, you know, my mom would like have to beg me to get in the car, but it was like every time, you know, so it's like, what are you waiting for? Just, yeah. just fucking do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's, yeah, it's, it's just, I don't know. I mean, that's the ego talking to us and just trying Hello. to make us stay where we are. And yeah. everyone in society is like trying to teach you to keep it safe. So it's just so difficult to just build this new neural pathway in your head of like you can actually do it and it can work out instead of always thinking what if I what do I do if it doesn't work out but what if it does right and it always it always works out I always say like even when it doesn't when it wasn't working out for you it was exactly there's so many times that I can look back and I'm like thank god that it didn't work out the way I wanted it to work out like I'm so glad that like bullets dodged like (laughs) major bullets yes you know and so it's like I don't know the 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 the, when you can really understand that there's a bigger plan for you Mm -hmm. and you just have to follow the (laughs) follow the plan you know and it doesn't make sense on paper and we have all this conditioning and it's you know our families especially like the older you know generations and stuff like they're going on what they know yeah. Like they, this is the way that they did things. Like you get a job and you stay in that job and you play it safe because that was what worked for that time. And it's like, no, it's just yeah. not, you know, my mom was like, don't you want to wait three more years? You'll be vested in your pension and da, 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 da. And I looked at her and I was like, no, I've waited 
a really long time to start living my life. I think I'm just going to go. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I think I'll just start now. Yeah. Yeah. And I think also it's, it's really the generation of our parents, right? Like I really have the faith, the feeling that they were or are the worker generation, right. To just like be the nine to five people to like take away or like prepare the grounds for our generation to like plant the seeds and then I actually have the feeling for like the next generation the younger ones are actually the one that are actually like planting and like letting everything grow I really think the younger generation is the one that making the change about what is happening right now I think we're the bridge yeah exactly Exactly. we're the bridge we're the bridge between that old paradigm and the new paradigm we're gonna it's very similar to like when you think about technology yes how you know like I'm an 80s baby like I distinctly remember not having computers not having cell phones and shit like that and then watching all of that come in and so having feet in both doors is the bridge to to the because like you know like I look at you know like my little cousins who like, you know, in middle school and the way that they like pick up on technology and the way their brains move. And I'm just like, that's wild. (laughs) It's wild, but I have, but it's not as wild to me as it is to like my mom. Yeah. Like like, that's so beyond her understanding or like not understanding. I mean, she's a little weird with technology, but like she just, you know, mine too. They are, they're like, they're like, I don't know what to do with this. They're like, how do I make my phone do this thing? Oh God. You know, but the kids, like they pick it up so quickly and it's just because that's what they know. Exactly. So yeah, I think we are the bridge generation for sure. A hundred percent. It's so funny. I just made the same comparison just the other day with my friends where I was saying, it's just like technology. It's the same for me. Like I remember my mom screaming from the kitchen, Jenna, get out of the internet. I need to call your aunt. Oh yes. Oh no. My, the internet, I had my own phone line. I was big, I was big and bad. Okay. I had my own landline in the house. Okay. And then when we got internet, when I was in high school, it was on my phone line. So my mom, like if, if my mom was on the internet, she was taking up my phone line. She's like, you're not taking up the regular phone line in the house. So then I would have to fight with my mom, get off my, get off the internet. I need to use the phone. Oh wow. That's so interesting. Yeah, for me, it was the other way around. But yeah, that's, yeah, that's, it's just so much changed in our generation when it comes to this, right? So yeah, it's really interesting. Yeah, for sure. Um, There's one question that I ask everyone that I have on the podcast, and you can just answer it, whatever comes up for you. What do you believe in? I believe in truth. Mm -hmm. I believe in, um, and when I say truth, it's like, like that that just that real honesty of self like mm-hmm. being true true to self mm-hmm. um I believe in that there is something greater than us right mm-hmm. God spirit the universe creator of all that is source many names many forms mm-hmm. and that entity that energy is in all of us like we are we are it it is us mm-hmm. and you know I believe in that interconnectedness and I believe in energy, like everything, every single thing is energy. Yes. I was just talking about this on live, like everything that you see started as energetically as a thought. Exactly. Everything, this computer, this technology, this, this shirt, the, all, all of it, you know? And so those are things that I know to be true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> those are the things that I, I really believe in. And I've seen how they work in life. And in mm-hmm. my life and everyone else's life. And so, yeah, that's, I guess that would be like my, like a big core belief and like compassion and love and like joy and kindness. Like, I think that that's our, those are, I think that's what we come in here with. Mm-hmm. And then we're spending a lot of time relearning, <laughs> unlearning the bullshit and then relearning like yeah. the joy and the compassion. Like you look at little kids and see how they move. It's, you know, before, before, like before they get to like, you know, like third grade, like you yeah. can really see kids moving in this very honest space mm-hmm. before they get a lot more conditioning. Um, 100%. Yeah. I yeah. think, I think that would like sum it up. <laughs> oh, I love that. This is such an, like, I love this question so much because everyone just answers it so, so different. differently. Yeah. yeah. But I love that. Like I can a hundred percent resonate with that. I, I truly believe the same. It made me think of the way my mom described 
or when I asked my mom, what is God, the way she mm. described it to me, because I was supposed to, or my mom decided for me not to be baptized because she wanted me to believe in whatever I want to believe in. Mm-hmm. And then at some point I asked about God and then she was like, well, God is the love of all of us collected up there and it shines down back to us. Mm. So this is how I always saw that power up there. And mm. I think that's exactly what you just described, just like obviously putting it together for a child to understand, mm-hmm. but like the connectedness in mm-hmm. everyone is the love. And yeah. then it all is like accumulated together up there and yeah. it, then it reflects back. So this yeah. is how like I took it in and always believed in it like that. Yeah. I love that. And, you know, I, I always had, I had a very strange relationship with God. And when I mm-hmm. growing up because of religion, like I grew up in a Catholic church and I was, I was always the one sitting there, like you're saying a lot of he, 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 this, he, and I'm like, yes. Like, I don't, like, I don't like that. Like, it made Mm -hmm. me uncomfortable. And so there was a time where it wasn't that I didn't believe in God, because I've always believed in God. I think God is everything. God is the tree. God is my dog. God is you. God is me. You know, I see God in everything. And I think I've always seen things that way. It just took me a while to come back to it, where I was able to disassociate how God is used in ways that I don't agree with and to understand it as an energy as opposed to this being and this like thing used to control, you know, yeah. is, is what it felt. It felt stifling. God felt stifling when I was younger yes. and now yes. God is limitless. Yes. You know, so I have no problem being like, praise God. Like, mm-hmm. like, yes. You know, um, and I, I, I always write, you know, when I talk about God, I, I call, I call her, her. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's so funny because some people get uncomfortable and I'm like, well, if that makes you uncomfortable, then you don't really understand God. Yeah, I agree. Amen. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) The same for me. Like I was because of like how my mom was seeing things and she um, never got baptized. We never went to church. Like church was always for me a thing that came into my life through other people, like being Mm -hmm. invited to weddings or, you know, another child that I knew was being baptized, but it was never like from my family. So for me, it was always like, it always also felt like for me, it is like restricted. It's not open. It's not Mm -hmm. welcoming for everyone. I mean, the ones that I was encountering with, but yeah. Yeah. Like the way it's used, like they, you know, certain religions and, and like organized religions will use God in that, in a very restrictive way, in a, in a way to stroke fear yeah. Um, in people. And that's just not the truth of God. Exactly. And so I think, you know, it's beautiful that your mom had a much bigger understanding and let you, I think what the thing that she really did is just allowed you to come to your own conclusion. Exactly. Like you get to decide what you believe in. I'm not yeah. going to tell you, I'll answer your questions. I'll give you, you know, guidance as best I can. But at the end of the day, it's your relationship. And she really highlighted that everyone's relationship with God is personal. Yes. You know, I used to tell like my, my dad, my biological dad is, is born again Christian. And we used to fight when he was saved, became saved. Like we would fight because he was mm-hmm. like pushing it. And I was like, dad, I'm not going to lie to you and be like, I'm saved. I was like, that degrades what you believe in. Mm-hmm. I said, but I have my own relationship with God. I don't need to go to a building. I don't need to read these Thank books. You. I don't need to do this thing. I, I talk to God all the time. I don't need, I don't need a gatekeeper yeah. <laughs> for exactly. God. I talk to God every day, yeah. you know, and, and I even recognize that even, you know, when I was young, I was like in my early twenties and, and was able to articulate that. And it was just like, I need you to like, this is yours and that, and if it's good for you and it makes you happy, cool. But like, this is me and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna compromise myself to make you feel better. Exactly. That makes sense. Yeah. hundred percent, especially what you said about the building. That's what I say all the time. Like God is not to be found just in one building. Hello. It's everywhere. I don't need to go into your church. I don't need to go in mm-hmm. that church to find mm-hmm. God. And I, I find that I feel God the most when I'm in nature. Same. 
It's like when 100%. I'm at the beach, when I'm like, I, I went to Sedona on my mm. journey to LA mm-hmm. and that is a very spiritual yeah, place. There's four energy vortexes. And I took Nola, the dog, we went on like a hike near one of them. Oh, and, wow. you know, I just like, that's where God is. Like God was in the drive into Sedona, looking at those trees and those mountains. Like yes. that's, I was like, there's God right there. Like that's, I don't need to go into a specific building on a specific day and sing specific songs. And, you know, it, it's so limiting. God is so yes. limitless. Yes. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I a hundred percent agree. Like I see it the same and I feel it the same way. Like for me, it's mm-hmm. also nature is the, that one thing that makes yeah. me feel the most connected. Yeah. To, to the energy, to source, to spirit, to God, like yeah. all of it. Like that's mm-hmm. where I feel it the most, a hundred percent. And where I even have the feeling because it's restricted, not just in the belief system within the church, but like the physical walls and everything, mm-hmm. like being mm-hmm. inside of a building for me already, it does not make sense to me to feel more connected to all of it. Mm-hmm. Since God is everything when you mm-hmm. are inside of a box. Yeah. Sense, and, right? I, and I think, and I think that like, you know, the community aspect of a church or a mosque or things like that, like, I, cause I think that, you know, there's a, there's a verse in the Bible and I'm going to misquote it. I'm sure, but it's like wherever one or more, two or more are gathered, I'm there. Yeah. Like there. And I, I don't know if I misquoted that. So I apologize, but that's the sentiment and it's so it's like yeah. just wherever people are so like I get the wanting to be in community and I think that God can be so present in that space but it's that notion that that's the only place that I can access God true yeah that's not like that I don't vibe with I think yeah. you can access God anywhere exactly and I also think you can access God completely by yourself I do it all the time yeah yeah, yeah. nice I, like I really love your explanation of that because I can so resonate with it so let's get into what you are doing like the readings the channeling since we're like talking about spirit and that energy already let's get into it let's get into it okay so for those of you who don't know me I'm Teresa um on Instagram I'm soul elephant soul like the sun s-o-l um and I I am an intuitive reader I'm also a theta healing practitioner and I bring that into this space because I use theta to connect to source energy before I do any of my readings. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I think it's important to make sure that I'm getting the most clear information yeah. for lack of a better word. You know, I'm, I, I am definitely clear audience. I think is my strongest. Um, I hear things. I, sometimes I'll get visuals. Um, sometimes they'll give me a visual and I'll get a lot of, like I'll feel things in my body in certain parts of my body, especially my chakras. And then I'll just have knowing, like the the, the clear sense, the clear cognizance. Excuse me, yeah. the just the knowing. I've always been drawn to, like I, I've always been drawn to like cards and these this kind of thing, even like younger. And I just kind of shut it off. And it wasn't until a mm-hmm. few years ago that I really started to understand that there I was like, oh, something's up. Like I have I have gifts. Like this, like I'm not just hearing myself. Like I'm hearing yeah. messages, and you know. So I, I started just doing it on my own. Mm-hmm. Like I had a deck of Oracle cards and I would just pull cards for myself. And then I would like pull cards for friends and, you know, it was resonating with my friends and I was like, Oh, okay. And, um, and then I, you know, would do it. Some people would invite me to like do a reading at like an event or, you know, some sort of thing like that. And I was like, okay. And then something told me literally that I needed to start doing this on a larger scale. So I started posting on Instagram a year ago and like, just like recorded a reading and was just like, mm, whatever. And like, just see, and it just like, I just kept hearing, keep showing up, <laughs> just keep, keep showing up. Um, so yeah. And it's been beautiful the way that the community has grown. My page has grown. And so I get to connect with, we connected back in February, you know, I had a, a beautiful reading with you and it's just been really, you know, I learn as I go with like, cause again, it's intuitive. So I'm mm-hmm. not, I'm not coming in with a structure. I'm really going based off of the person I'm connecting with. Yeah. And then also learning about what kinds of readings make sense. Like, mm-hmm. you know, some, sometimes I don't need cards. So some readings won't, I won't pull a lot of cards because they'll just be hitting me with a ton of information. And then 
you know, and sometimes, you know, and I, but I like the cards because they're good visuals. Yeah. Especially for the person that I'm reading for, it gives them a clear visual. Yeah. um, Which I, which I like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, our reading was definitely like in a time where I was still much more in the phase of heartbreak because of Mm -hmm. a breakup. Um, And I felt a little lost. So like, that was like, a really really nice connection for me like I remember I just obviously had to think about it recently before I reached out to you and I was like oh that was so nice because I had the feeling that I not just connected with you on the level of what's energetically going on for me in that moment that you were like giving me but also on a much deeper level like my favorite animals are elephants like they're all over my apartment you know like so tiny things where I was just like, oh, I mean, that's the right person for me. Like I, I found yeah. you through Imani, the hood here. Yes. And then was crazy like, Imani. Always hundred percent. Always. Like, was that just is, like, she's, mm, yeah. She knows what it is. I love her. I talk, I talk her up all the time. She's, she's everything. And I'm, she deserves it constantly. I mean, she's, no one does it like her. No, let's, let's, let's keep it a buck. And, and, you know, I'm always so grateful and honored that she, you know, she shared my work with yes. her community and that's what grew, has grown my space yeah. and has allowed me to dive into this work in the way that I have. And so yeah. I'm, I'm forever grateful to her. I mean, even before she shared, like I had readings with her when that's how I met her. Mm-hmm. And I tell her, I'm like, you were such a catalyst on this journey for me. Yeah. So I'm so grateful to her for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was like, that was for me, like, okay, there's the cosign. That was yes. the first thing oh. where I was just like, okay, yes, Teresa is the real deal. <laughs> like, okay. And then I told her that I was like, oh, this cosign. I was like, oh, this is real. And you know, it's so funny. And I've said this to her back when I started posting the readings, a couple of like weeks in, I was like, I want to show Imani. I was going to send her. And then I heard, <laughs> don't do that. She'll see it when it's time. Okay. And I was like, really? And I was like, don't do it. And I was like, okay. And I didn't. And I just, kept showing up and just you know and and she did like I woke up one morning and I was like my like my notifications were blowing up I'm like what is it's like what happened and like she shared my I was like I was like holy shit like <laughs> it's like uh, I, you know I'm just I'm that is it's the ultimate cosign because I respect her so much as a as a mm-hmm. human as a woman um and as a reader you know and to have someone with that level of you know, her gifts and her integrity, mm-hmm. like to say mm-hmm. that I'm someone that she trusts and would go to and would recommend, like, I must be doing something right. <laughs> so. yes, you are absolutely doing something right. A hundred percent. That's so amazing. Like, I love that. Thanks for sharing all of this. Yeah. Um, I love how all of this also happened and that you, that you were able to hold back on it and like listen to your guides telling you not yet even though I bet that was so hard for you so hard it's so hard listen it's not look look I don't I don't think I don't want to say I make it look easy but it's not easy listening all the time because they be saying stuff and I'm like I don't like that idea like are you sure you know but yeah I'm but that's the thing it's I know that when I do listen then because because it what I know is like it has to be organic yeah. Because that's really what my work is. All of it is organic. Yeah. All of it has to come in this very natural way. And if I force or push anything, it doesn't work. And I've just recently gotten into human design. Mm-hmm. I never heard of it until maybe a few months ago. Yeah. I had a reading. I had a reading with, so I was giving a reading to someone and she mentioned it. And, and okay. she just like said it in passing. And I was like, what the fuck is human design? I was like, I need to look that up. And, and then I was like, I'm a generator. And I need, and I was like, oh, and it makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's exactly how I operate. I have to respond. It's a yes or a no. It's really my intuition. It's my gut. And so having that, it, it wasn't like I learned something new about myself. It was just like reaffirming. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's yes. like, oh, this is how I operate in the world. That was this the is, same for me. Yeah. yeah. What, what is your authority? My um, sacral. Sacral, yeah, me too. I'm a manifesting generator and I also okay. have sacral authority. So that was always a thing for me. And the crazy thing is also when I found out about it, it just blew me away because I noticed I was exactly operating in the right way my entire life, but mm. I felt like I'm doing life wrong. 
because of mm. what society tells you. Yes. So yes. I always like I was navigating in the correct way, but it always made me feel like I'm not doing it right. Right. It's I agree with crazy. that. I yeah. agree with that. And you know, one of the things it's like my when I know I'm out of alignment, I'm frustrated. And satisfaction is like the key to my alignment. Exactly. And I'm I think to myself, like how often I'm like, oh yeah, when I get frustrated, like I am like that, that is exactly when I know I'm not in the right. And yeah, so, yeah. but understanding that that's the information my frustration is giving me as opposed mm-hmm. to, you know, getting into the front, like letting the frustration take over yeah. and being able to be the observer and go, okay, you're frustrated. That means you're not in alignment. All right. So yeah. what do you need to do to get back into alignment? So it's just another tool. Like I love having tools that allow me to understand my yeah. experience like that's yeah. so valuable to me yeah I have the feeling human design is just coming up more and more now like it's a mm-hmm. super young system it's been just here for a bit over 30 years that's why oh, I think yeah, not I, so many people know about it yeah yeah and I think I think you know and I and I I'm into astrology and I, I study astrology and, and you know things like that and I'm I always preface that with like I'm not an astrologer like I'm just, I'm just learning but I think like human design gives like such a, I think it's, it's more digestible in the sense like astrology, like you really, there's so much because yeah. it's not just where the planet is. It's like, where is it in an aspect to this? And that like, there's just all that, which I love. Like if you're, if you want to like nerd out on some shit, like astrology is great, yeah. you know? And then to have this linked with it, I'm like, oh, this gives me like such a different understanding. And, but like you said, like it's always been this way. Yes. I just thought that I wasn't doing it right. And, you know, when yeah. you learn at a young age not to trust yourself, I've had many ex- life experiences where I was taught not to trust myself. And so now coming into this part of my life where I fully trust myself mm-hmm. and, it's, and, and I, because I am a generator and because this is my, like, I know regardless of why I do what I do, the bottom line is until my body tells me to do different, I can't. Yeah. yeah yeah do you know if you have the 57 gate I don't know I don't know I see this I'm so new to this okay I, I have bet, to look I, it up I bet I'm you gonna have reach it. out to you I'll, I should please. send you my can I send you my like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing? okay okay do it please um yeah. because the 57 is also called the psychic channel because that's the one way you're like able to a lot of clear people have that mm-hmm. Uh, gate I have that as well and I am clear cognizant and yeah. I would say clear audience as well but my clear cognizance is like stronger is the strongest one yeah I think everyone has one that's like yeah like my clear audience is the like that's the one yeah. like that's my biggest that's when I'm when I'm channeling messages they're generally coming and I'm pointing because they're all like he's always it's it's my guide oh mostly okay. but like it's always over here this okay. is the voice is always coming in over here yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. for me it's more coming from the back actually yeah I think about it no, i never really right thought right about here. it like, hey, interesting <laughs> wow i just had, i just recently had a reading with her name is joanna she's from new york as well her page is called brujas of new york city Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm familiar. Mm-hmm. I had a I had a reading with her, and just right before that, she was talking to her cousin, I believe. She said, and her cousin was telling her, like, "You are psychic. You need to like open up to this because you are." And she was always like, "No, nah, I'm not." And she was like, "Yes, you are." And then we found out in the reading, and I, I just intuitively knew before that she has the same gate, like the 57 one. Mm-hmm. And then we had, and she was like, "Okay, now I guess I'm psychic." I'm saying, "I told you." Your husband told you, you are fucking psychic, get into it. <laughs> yeah. And, that, and that's the thing. It's like when you, you know, I, I remember I went to, I went to Hawaii, um, three years ago, mm-hmm. three and a half years ago, I went to the Island of Kauai. Um, I was trying to get over someone. I had like a bunch of shit going on and, and a friend of mine who was very, um, she was a very big part of my journey into my gifts. Mm-hmm. Um, she was like, this is where you need to go it's very crown chakra is big and quiet okay I like spent my money on the flight I stayed in a hostel like that kind of thing and it was a it was a beautiful trip but I met these girls women from um Texas and I had this um 
I remember they invited me to sit with them and I was sitting next to this one and I felt how angry she was immediately. Mm. Like I just felt it. And I was like, okay, that's interesting. And she walked away for a moment um, to have a, a, and she got a message and she said a man's name. And when she said the man's name, I heard she's supposed to be on her honeymoon. And I was like, I like looked around. I'm like, did somebody say that? And I was like, nobody said that. And I was like, okay. And then, you know, I invited her to watch the sunrise with me in the morning, whatever. And she went off to go to bed and her friends told me that that was in fact what happened. And I was like, okay, that's Mm. weird. Okay. And then her and I had a beautiful day or morning um, with each other on the beach. And I pulled a card from her for her. Um, And that's when I was like, there's something here. Like there, this is not just you imagining things like this is something where you're getting information. And that's when I started to really decide like to pay attention to it. Okay. And then when I did my theta healing training, um, you know, the, the woman who taught it, her name is Erica. She's phenomenal. And she, she showed us a clip from star wars and it's yoda with do or do not there is no try she's like you're not going to try to do theta healing you're going to do theta healing and then she said she's like everyone receives messages differently Mm -hmm. some people they get like a movie it's like a movie in their face Mm -hmm. like they see it they're very Mm -hmm. visual some people you're some of you are going to feel it some of you are going to hear things and when she said that to me it just allowed me to just say i'm going to see how i receive messages yeah and be open to them and then just speak on what I'm feeling or hearing or seeing. And that's when I started to cultivate my abilities to channel messages. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So it was that Hawaii trip. That that Hawaii trip was like a huge, Mm -hmm. like turning point for me. Like that was a game changing trip for me. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was interesting. I I, I look forward to going back there. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that would that might be very interesting to go back there. Yes. Yes. Like knowing this. Mm, uh-huh. Nice. That was yeah. always for me like I think I mean maybe everyone says that about their abilities, but I have the feeling the clear cognizant is the most difficult one because it's just you just know things and you're just yep. like, yeah, sure. It's coming from somewhere else. It's just not my you know, so it's like mm-hmm. when you hear something or you see something, it's more there's something tangible there. Yes right so for me it was like how I noticed it is when I just something came up and I thought I'm just paranoid like paranoia like I'm just like making shit up in my head and that's not happening and then I just find out that it's exactly the way it went down like you know just like people behind my back doing things and it just hit me and I just knew and then I found out about it and then it was just like a coincidence coincidence for the longest time right so at some point it was just like like okay there's actually something there's something no. there yeah, yeah. that was like and 2018 it, for me so also not too long 2018 oh yeah three years yeah. wow yeah yeah 2018 it was february i went during like the, the february break we had at school mm. and i went and i remember my mom said to me she was like because i literally went like monday to friday mm-hmm. like you know it's a 13 hour trip <laughs> from new york oh, and wow. she was just like you're only going for that many days like that's not a lot of time. Like you're traveling really far. And I was like, that's all that I can do. And that's exactly what I need. Like that. I was just like, it doesn't matter. It didn't have to Mm -hmm. be, I was like, I'm just going to go. And I literally like, I I couldn't even afford to rent a car. Like I, so I just stayed in this like tiny town of Kappa that was right, not far from the airport where the hostel was. And it was the most, and it was my first solo trip. I'd never traveled solo before. I've traveled places by myself to places that I know or places where mm-hmm. people I know live, but I've never traveled and and not known anybody when I got there. Yeah. So it was a beautiful experience. I look forward to doing more of that. Yeah. yeah. So nice. Because it allowed me to be open. Like I yeah. wouldn't never, I don't know if I would have had that moment with those women if I didn't, if I was already with somebody. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Or even if you would have rented the car to like drive around you might have missed them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, you know, again, everything happens the way it's supposed to happen. Like there's a reason all of that lined up the way that it did. And so I'm, I'm very grateful. And I always, you know, I, I still 
her and I are friends. The, the woman I shared uh, was on the beat. Like her and I are friends. She's doing amazing. She's, she's got like two beautiful kids and she's so happy. And, and her and I are still really, really good friends. And so it's beautiful watching her journey. And I tell her all the time, like that moment with you was huge for me. Like that was a big changing point for me. Yeah. That's such amazing. That's such an amazing start to a friendship. Like, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I so love good. it. And yeah. I'm happy to hear that she's now happy also. Having she's doing so, so good. Yeah. She's amazing. Right. Yeah. And did you, when you were, when you now reflect back, are there like stories coming up when you were a child where you were like noticing some things that you have abilities? Yeah. I mean, I definitely, so like, I remember, cause my great grandfather passed away in our, in the building that I grew up in, okay. it's like a brownstone in New York and my whole family lived in there. And that's, you know, he, he, when he was ill, when I was little, he still lived in the house and they took care of him in the house. And so he passed away in the house and we would, I would hear footsteps in the hallway and things mm. like that. I would hear him. Wow. I would smell. I sometimes I would smell like his cologne. Um, you know, I, for me, I think it's when I really realized is that my body was, would always tell me when something was wrong and I didn't always listen. Mm. Um, I, I haven't had too many specific stories come back to me of hearing specifically things. Um, but from when I'm younger, but it's just, I have these like knowing that like, there were definitely times when I knew something and I didn't act on that because mm -hmm. of whatever, whatever the reasons are. I'm hoping if they would like to reveal, it's not on me, was like <laughs> some of those, those stories, but I definitely feel like I've always had this knowing I've always known things. I've not not necessarily I don't think of myself as someone who would have premonitions mm -hmm. but I would know I would know things beyond whatever I was supposed to understand or whatever yeah. was being told to yeah. me and I used to not listen because I didn't think I could yeah. um and then I would think that and and then for a long time I just I think I didn't hear things because I ignored it or I would just think it's a voice like it was my own voice in my head yes yeah like you're crazy. Yeah. Like that's not, that can't be like what, like, yeah, I hear things. I'm not, that's what I'm going to go around telling people is like, I hear things now. I'm like, yeah, I fucking hear shit. Yeah. <laughs> Blame it. Yeah. I hear shit. Okay. I hear shit all the time. Yeah. The crazy mm -hmm. thing for me is I like, I have two stories where I, one was like a positive outcome and another one was like not a negative outcome, but like where someone blocked that for me. So I have like, I was maybe like seven or so. And I was like in a car with my parents. And I told them that I had the ability to when we were listening, we were listening to the radio, right? So there were like new songs coming up that I wasn't able to know because it's new songs, but mm -hmm. I was able to sing along with the songs. Mm -hmm. And they were like, how do you do that? And I said, I kind of hear it just before they sing it. Ah. And then my father told me, that doesn't make any sense. Why are you making this up? And this is then that was the moment where I had the feeling yep. it blocked me to yep. believe in that I have that ability. So that's the one negative story. And then I have a story where I was like maybe four and my the best friend of my mother, she's like my second mom. She mm -hmm. raised me with my mom together because my mom was a single mom. And there's one moment that I remember where I was looking out the window with her we were looking at a playground just like watching the children play and she's just like mm -hmm. smiling and I felt that she said I mm. was four and I told her I was like why are you sad and she said well the doctor told me I can't have kids mm -hmm. and then I looked at her and I said it's not true mm. and she had a child like three years later Mm. you know so that's like one of the things where I think I just knew it yep you know and yeah it's just crazy like I never thought about that story again for years and now right. that I'm getting into it I'm just like oh actually yeah you know, yeah because crazy. it's it's it like I said like I've always 
been this way. I've always yeah. known things. I've, I've always been able to, I definitely have had moments where I know that there's other like energies around me, like people that have passed, mm-hmm. um, you know, and so now that I'm more aware of it, <laughs> it, it is, you, you can look back and go, Oh, you know, like this isn't new. It's just now I've given myself the space to be open to it and then yeah. also cultivate it and, and use it more. You know, it's like, it's like anything else. It's something that you, you have to pay attention to. You have to give it your energy and, and um, work on like, it's like, it's like honing the skill almost, yeah. you know, like, exactly. you know, really understanding and that, and, and that's something else, like I said, you know, about doing the readings like I learn a lot about myself as an intuitive person in my readings Mm -hmm. because you know like a lot of it especially when I when when you and I had our reading I had really just that's when she first shared my stuff and I was just starting to read for people I didn't know yeah I'd only been reading for people that I knew and so there was a part of me that was like well maybe you're good at it because you know them like, like, oh my God. yes, <laughs> maybe, maybe you're just such a good reader. Cause you know, your friends, yeah. like you, yes. you're aware of them. So as I started reading for people that I'd never met before, I was like, Oh, okay. Like I do just know things and it, and it requires such a level of trust because yeah. sometimes it doesn't make sense. Like to me, what, what I'm being given. And then there's also times where you know, I, I want to make sure that the message I'm getting is not for me. Mm-hmm. So like, I have a grandmother that passed away almost a year ago. Mm-hmm. And, um, sometimes in a reading, like I, I'll get like a very strong grandmother energy and I, I hold off because I'm like, is that my grandmother? Mm-hmm. Like, am I getting this grandmother energy? Is it about me? And so then, you know, I'll, I'll mention it. Or sometimes I gave a reading to someone who had a very similar, um, like experience to me, like when she was like a few years ago and I was, I had to wait because I was just making sure it wasn't my energy. Mm-hmm. And so, but the more that I do it, I realize cause I do a lot of like to prepare for a reading again, like I said, I go into theta brainwaves and I ask um, source for, you know, the way to receive the messages, you know, and to know the difference between my energy, their energy, only calling in, you know, their their guides, their ancestors and and things. And so, but the more I do it, the more I understand Mm -hmm. how, how I receive messages and, 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 but it's that trust because I just have to say what I'm being told or what I'm feeling. And then, you know, I'm getting, you know, an affirmative affirmation back from the person that, okay, yep, that, that does resonate, that, yep, that I just had someone that passed or things like that. So I'm definitely learning about it. Yeah. As I do it. Yeah. 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 I can also really, really resonate with that. It's the same for me. And I think it's like a muscle. You just have to like, the more yeah. you use it and you practice it, mm-hmm. the easier it gets and you understand yeah. it better. Yeah. 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 Because it just, be- it becomes automatic. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And also the trust muscle, like you said, you have to build into it because yes. sometimes, like you said, sometimes it's also for me, it's like, that doesn't make any sense. I'm not going to say that, you know, like what? But it does yeah, make like, sense. I don't know why um, my feet are in grass. Were you walking? So, like, like, the, like, none of this makes sense. I'm getting a sensation in my ankle. Like, I don't know. Is your ankle okay? Like, yeah. you know, and it's, but it really is. It's just trusting how you receive the message and then, and going from there and understanding, you know, too, when you're channeling, it's like, not everything is literal. Yes. You know, and so just, and I also like, as the readings go on, I'm like the story reveals itself to me. It's almost like, mm-hmm. like I'm not shown the whole story generally front to back, but I am, yeah. I'm given, I'm given, they are giving it to me in sections. And then as the reading goes on, I start to make the bigger connections and I'm like, yeah. Oh, okay. I see. And a lot of times, some of the themes that come up in the very beginning, even before I pull cards, like that's what pulls through whole reading through because they're, they're like, this is, it's like, I'm as a teacher. So it's like, this is the theme. <laughs> and then we're going to like show you the chapters oh, and like I love that. all of the things. Yeah. 
So my teacher brain is still alive and well. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, use it. Yeah. I, you know, um, Amani said to me when she gave me a reading once and she said this to me on live, she was like laughing at me. She told me, she's like, cause I said, you know, I, I see myself not teaching anymore and all this stuff. And she's like, you're always going to be a teacher. She's like, it's just not going to be this kind of teacher. Yes. Like I'm always going to be a teacher. I don't want to be a teacher anymore. Like, I don't want And so I, we had, like, I was on live with her this months ago and she just laughed and she goes, so uh, you're still a teacher, huh? And I was like, <laughs> I am, I am a teacher. And it's, and it's because I, you know, I am teaching in a different way. And yeah. so I will always, I am a teacher for a hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, she's a her. teacher. Everyone yeah. that is doing this work is teaching in some sort of way, right? Yeah. Do you know your um, North and South node? Yes. So I am, it's actually my, it's the same as my sun and my rising sign. I'm a South node in Capricorn, which is my sun oh, sign. Okay. And my North node is in Cancer, which is my rising sign. Okay. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. Yes. <laughs> it makes a lot of sense. My, my South node is Virgo and North node is Pisces. So I've mm. been told that I was always like a healer, but yep. in my past life, probably also more in a structure, more structured way yep. of like maybe being a medical doctor. And in mm -hmm. this lifetime, I should be more on the spiritual realm because Pisces, yeah. right? Yeah. So when I found out about that, like also blew my mind. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, and you know, Cap Capricorn lord similar capricorns are you know they're yeah they're very structured they're yeah. very you know like my capricorn wants a plan my capricorn likes to know how we're gonna do this and and my capricorn is very good at building but she she loves to build things that she knows how to build them yeah. which is why becoming a, a classroom teacher was easy mm -hmm. in the sense of i know how to do that mm -hmm. there are specific steps there are specific things to do but that's not why i'm here i'm here to really embrace the more fluid yes. version of building and nurturing yeah. and growing things. And so, you know, I'm a very, I'm a very watery. I have a, a Pisces moon. I have a grand trine in water signs. Like mm -hmm. it's, there's a lot of water in my chart, which made sense because growing up, I was like, I don't really vibe with a Capricorn, like a hundred percent. Like I'm very sensitive you know, very much that way. And um, I mean, Capricorns are sensitive, but they don't talk about it. And so yeah. I've been working on allowing the feelings to come up and out mm -hmm. as opposed to repressing. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I think that I was definitely more material focused in a past life. And this is way more mm, spiritual yeah. and family and, and, and relationship focused as well. Because yeah. my, my son being my, my, south node is in my seventh house yeah so that's my relationships yes. my son my son is beaming on the re like relationships are very mm -hmm. important to me mm -hmm. and that's where I thrive you know even when I was classroom teaching I'm like yeah curriculum okay but like I liked the relationships like I wanted to build relationships with kids I liked having the heart to hearts after they had a hard time and like mm -hmm. those are the kinds of things that that I would do or what when I felt like I was doing my best was when I was doing those things. And so yeah. that's something that I'm open to, you know, exploring. It's like, how can I still work with kids? And like, how can I do this kind of work with kids? Mm -hmm. um, and not I love that. Like, yeah. Mm. Yeah, that could be really like something interesting mm -hmm. for sure. That's so yeah. nice. Yeah, I have a, I have a Libra moon. So mm. I also feel what you were saying about relationships and is oh, yeah wow. definitely yeah. like a big, big theme for me as well 100 percent. yeah it's so mm -hmm. interesting yeah i mean i can't wait to see your chart now like the the human design oh one. yeah i've got to send it to you right she's like mm. so i'm excited to hear what you have to say yeah it's gonna be so for interesting sure. yeah. yeah yeah well thank you so much for your time oh you're welcome I love that that was a really having me yeah, this is, that was, a, this is a gift and a blessing to share this space and, and get to talk about something that I love to do. Yeah, I yeah. love that. Thank you for being so open and sharing everything. Can I share one more thing? Please. I, I realized, yes. yeah. So, um, you know, because a lot of times because people mistake like what I do with tarot reading and Amani has talked about this too. 
like I use Oracle cards because of how they allow for more of an open interpretation. Mm-hmm. I found that when I, and I have, listen, I have like four decks of tarot. I love tarot cards. Like I have them and I use them for myself sometimes, mm-hmm. but there's like this rigidity to like the, this is what the card means. And so I get locked up. Whereas like an Oracle deck, I'm more open to looking at it and, mm-hmm. and then intuiting and, and feeling and receiving the actual message. And so a lot of times people are like, oh, you're a tower reader. I'm like, no, I'm not really a tower reader. <laughs> that's, that's interesting that you're saying this because I recently also have the feeling that I'm being pulled more to Oracle because exactly what you just said. Mm-hmm. And I think I started doing Tarot also just really recently. I haven't started doing it like... Mm-hmm long ago but I think I did it wow that's interesting my feather just fell down um I started doing tarot because I had the feeling that I'm not quite there yet to trust Mm. my intuition so much that I would just go with oracle cards Mm -hmm. so for me it was more like this gives me something I can Mm -hmm. hold on to while I read and Mm -hmm. it gives me like a guideline but Mm -hmm. the more I do it because I, I, I fuse them, like I use um, yeah. Tarot and Oracle in a reading, mm-hmm. but I've been, yeah, I have the feeling I've been pushed to Oracle more and more because also I had crazy encounters just recently with Oracle cards when I was reading myself, where mm-hmm. I have the feeling that I have such a, like just a stronger connection to them now. And yeah, yeah it's like, yeah, I think I'm in the transition phase when it comes to this, but I'm, I'm excited yeah, to explore I, I think it, it just it gives you more space to intuit as opposed to, because I mean, for me, like, again, I'm a Capricorn. I like to get the right answer. So sometimes when I'm looking at a tarot mm-hmm. card, I'm like trying to get the right answer and not mm-hmm. just getting the message. Mm-hmm. And so I've, I've definitely gotten better at it. And you do, I mean, want to learn what the cards mean and there's ways to like if you understand the suits and you understand what the numbers are you can have a better understanding so you know I know for me like I I don't use them when I read for others yeah I use them I only use them when I read for myself and then I have like a few decks because I I mean I have I have millions of decks like I like I love decks I mean I, love, I saw it yeah. I love decks I need new actually I was just like I need new decks there's new I need new ones yeah yeah but yeah, that, I mean, that makes sense. But do you have the feeling when you read for yourself, like what, what is the reason that you use the tarot for yourself then? Mm, so one is just like practice, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of times um, I like to use a deck a few times just on my own um, so that I get a feel for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think because like, I, I'm, I want to learn how to do it. I want to see if I can do it more intuitively. And I think that there is some really specific messaging that can come through in a tarot card. Mm-hmm. And so I just, it's, it's like curiosity as well. Like, I mm-hmm. think there's something there too, that I might want to know. And I, but I also go with like what I'm being called to, like, I have an, um, I don't know which bag it's in. I have an earth warriors Oracle deck that mm-hmm. I love. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I, that is a deck that I only use for myself. And, and mainly because I, I would use the book. Like when I read for myself, I use the book, you know, so I can get, cause it comes yeah. with like the, the story, the message of the card, and then yeah, also yeah, like yeah. The, the story behind it. Um, and like a healing thing that you can do. And so that's like a deck that I've just really kept more for me personally. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but I, so sometimes it's like, that's the deck I want to pull from. Sometimes it's like, you're going to pull three cards from the tarot deck and then you're going to pull, you know, a card from there. So I, I, I still listen to what I feel out, like which deck to pull from. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I actually sense. have a new deck, the angels and ancestors Oracle deck. Do you know that one? No, but that is in, that is a deck that I've had my eye on. It's beautiful. Yeah. You should get it a hundred percent. Like the cards okay. are just so beautiful. And they are like with so many different ethnicities. And oh, I love that. Yeah, I they're love like that. They're so 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 beautiful. That's beautiful. I love it. Yeah, I I don't yeah. I don't have it. No, I don't know where. <laughs> so I'm still again in transition. I don't have I don't know which 
which bag it's in. But yeah, I just have most of the decks that I have next to me are like the decks that I use all the time in my yeah. like in my read. I love this deck. This deck is great. The um the wild unknown archetypes. Mm-hmm. I love this deck. I also love that they come in so many different new shapes now that they're round. Yes, I love seeing that. I like like circles. I like different sizes. I I just, I, at the end of the day, like I just, I love them. Like I love like having a deck and like exploring and seeing what comes through like for each, each one. Yeah. I hope she caught the fly. There's a fly in the house and the dog's trying to catch it. Yes, girl, get it. (laughs) Yeah, come on, Nola, be useful. I, I always joke she thinks she's a cat. Really? Like sometimes the way like she'll like perch up like on the back of like the couch cushions and like Mm -hmm. like and like she like cleans herself a lot. I'm like, you know, you're maybe maybe she used to be a cat in her past life. I think she might have been. Yeah, Yeah. I always think she's like a lion. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I want to protect her. I think I saw one one picture of Nola at some point. Like she's a pretty big dog too, right? She's a bit, yeah, she's yeah. like a pit mix. She's like a 60 yeah. pound. Yeah. Okay. She doesn't know that she's that big. She's a yeah. very sizable, very strong, very loud. Anybody who's watched any of my lives, there's Nola start going off in the background. Yeah. She's yeah, she's but she doesn't know that she's big. She's very yeah. sweet. Um yeah. Lion makes sense then. Maybe maybe yes. she was a, maybe she I am well oh here's a story about me hearing things before I knew. Yeah. I wasn't very young, but this is so she's six years old. So I got her when she was a puppy. And um I had seen a picture of her. Mm-hmm. And so I had all these ideas for names. And one of them was Nala because she's brown, like a lion. So I mm-hmm. get her and I put her in the crate in the back of the car that I had and she's crying and I'm just like talking to her. I'm like, it's going to be okay. We're going to get home soon. And, and I was like, what's your name? Tell me your name. I was like, is your name Nala? And I heard, no, it's Nola. And I was like, Oh, your name is Nola. Like clear as day. I heard it. I was like, okay, that's your name. And you know, Nola, New Orleans is where I was born. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. That was her name. Yeah. (laughs) I love that name. Nola. It's nice. I love it. Totally yeah, I have, a few, I have a few friends. And then there was like a teacher that worked at my school who was having a baby around the same time that I got her. Her daughter, it's also like an Irish name, which I didn't know. Huh. Her husband's Irish. And uh, so her daughter's name is Nola. And then I had a friend who named her daughter Nola because that's where she was conceived. So. Nice. <laughs> yes. Also a nice yes. approach. Yes, um, right. <laughs> I actually have one more question also yes. for you. Yes. Do you have family that have like abilities of channeling mm-hmm. or like hearing things do you know I don't know hmm. I don't know I don't know if I have like but you know I do have you know my my ancestry is Native American Cherokee okay. um as well as black um and Italian um and I feel that that indigenous part of me even though I don't my gra- I think my great my great grandmother had passed before okay. I was born, um, and so I didn't have like a very like I mean my grandfather is still alive, but he that wasn't like big in the house. We just knew that that's what we were, but it wasn't that that wasn't always. But I was always drawn to it, mm-hmm. and so I think that I do have family that way, but I don't know them okay. in this realm. Mm-hmm. Yeah but I feel a very strong, you know, like very strongly tied to my indigenous roots and my black roots are like where I feel a very strong, strong tie. But then, you know, you think of, you know, my, my, my uh, goddaughter always jokes. She's like, you know, my dad always gives me a hard time about my incense and my candles. I'm like, but he goes to church. What do they do in church? And I'm like, yeah, incense and fucking candles. Like that's uh-huh. what they do, you know? So I think, um, yeah, I just think I haven't met them yeah. in the, in the physical yeah. realm. Yeah. Yeah, I have I have the same feeling actually. My mom like she sees things in her dreams that happen then, like it happened mm-hmm. before. It's not so like it's not happening all the time, but it has mm-hmm. happened mm-hmm. enough so that it's like, oh, there, there might be something. Right. But um I also have the feeling that it's in my ancestry somewhere because I just recently, well like a year ago now, I found out I did a DNA test actually because Mm. I never my father's Italian but I Mm -hmm. never felt connected to that culture Mm -hmm. and it turns out that the DNA test says I have like Balkan roots and North African roots 
Mm. So everything around Italy. Yes. You know, which makes sense because colonizers, number one. Hello. <laughs> right. But um, so that was like something that just opened my eyes because I was always I always felt drawn to Egypt and you know, mm -hmm. Morocco and like North African vibes in general. And then I found out that I actually have like genes and DNA from there. And yeah. then I was like, oh my God, that makes so much sense. And then also from the practices from there, mm -hmm. like how I approach, um, I don't know, how I go into meditation, what I'm feeling, what I'm seeing and all of these things, like always had, like I always had that connection to there and that that was yeah. what was coming up for me then. So, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, I think that, you know, again, we've been talking a lot about feeling <laughs> like you really like when you are really in tune with yourself, you can start to feel what you are drawn to and 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 where you're feeling that pull. Like there's a reason. There's always a reason that you're being pulled in a direction. Yeah. Um, you know, but we don't always follow it. And so it's beautiful to, you know, then it's nice to have something that says, oh. I've felt this and now I have something that confirms that yeah. there's a reason that I'm being pulled there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah 100%. Mm -hmm. hmm. Well, thank you again. You're amazing. Thank you. Thank you. For so having... nice connecting with you. Yes. yes. Like I loved it. Like when back in February, when we had, when I had the reading with you, <laughs> I was already like in my head, I'm going to do Instagram lives. And at some point I'm going to do a podcast. And from that moment on, you were on the list. Like I was like, ah. I need to like, because I just felt so connected to you on so many other levels than, yes. you know, just the reading and the channeling, but also, like I said, the elephant and then just like, you know, how you are like, so that was for me, like that was a given. So I'm happy we're here now. Me too. Me too. I, anytime, anytime. This was a, a pleasure. And I just noticed the elephant on your yes too actually yes I, I love have it. one here the everywhere. yes everywhere I love <laughs> everywhere I know it's so funny my dad now buys me like like or not buys but sometimes he'll get like he's like hey um I found this elephant thing and like <laughs> I love I it one. where is it oh no I'll put it away my mom gave me one like a big ass silver elephant statue I, I love it. I don't know. But yeah, like oh they're everywhere. Yes. yes, I love it. I love it. No, thank you. This is this is such an uh, a gift to be here with you.